0: Got
1: it. On a world spinning its way from damnation amidst the fear and despair of a broken human race who's left to fight for what's good and pure, the Edmonton Oilers. I'm, as always, your secret professor, joined by my good friend and uh, my favorite codger, High Priest of Oilers Magic. How are you, High Priest? I'm fine. I'm okay. Good. Yeah, you know, we got a point. Got a point against Minnesota. We haven't uh, recorded in a little while. We had a tasty little home stream. Whoa,
0: whoa. Against who?
1: Did I say Colorado. No, you said Minnesota. Uh, really? <laughs> no, I'm Colorado. I yeah. got those mixed up all the time. Did I say Minnesota? Really? I'm super tired yeah. right now. Yeah, you did. Um, <clears throat> no, it was the Abs. Although they could be, I, I did tweet out that a more appropriate appellation could be the Colorado Divers. You know, their mascot could oh, be yeah. a scuba diver. Quite mm-hmm. a, seemed 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 to have no problem diving as a group, <laughs> and, and the refereeing was horrendously bad at various. No, it was- but we were we were in it, and it was a you know it was a marquee matchup. So you know, mm-hmm. fun game to watch.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good it was a good game. I thought the Oilers played very well. I think they've been playing very well lately. And I mean, we will continue not having any idea what exactly this hockey team is. I think for the like the rest of the season.
1: Well, because the goaltending is still the same, it's going to be well, so interesting because, as like, like the... settling into the notion that the guys we have are just the guys we have. Because like that, been... that, that just that being locked in yeah. is yes, going to yes, be yes. a totally new vibe. You're a hundred percent
0: right. It's going to be you know? very strange because now it's official. Now it's official.
1: Now it's official. It's like it's like you're going through a really a really difficult breakup. You know, there's divorce proceedings commence, and you're just like, oh god, okay. Well, it's looking like this is going to go one way. This sucks, but you know. And then all of a sudden the judge is just like, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, everyone, legally, you can't get divorced. You have to stay together for another it's, six months.
0: Well, it's like that moment when you're like waiting to go on a roller coaster and you're debating it the entire time you're in the line, but you're still moving with the line until like finally you're in the cart of the roller coaster and it's mud- you're just kind of accept like, well, I guess like this, is ha- this is happening.
1: Now. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Like it's I had, gonna- I had
0: a, all the time to get out of the line and do something about my situation. I was really scared. I didn't want this to happen. Didn't want to do it. Yet somehow uh, the line kept moving me forward. Time kept passing and very, you know, and now here I am in the cart of the roller coaster. It's roller coaster time.
1: Yeah, like the bar is coming down on your knees yeah. just like a little too hard. <laughs> you know, just like joke. <laughs> you know, it's like you really feel circulation start to cut off. And some yeah. guy comes by just to like t- test the bar, and he's just like starts really like wrenching on it just to make sure it's tight. And you're like, sir. Yeah. Uh, can, can I get off? Can I can
0: uh, I make a quick trade?
1: Yeah, can I try? Can I, quick? can I get out of here, please? Um I mean first Smith's round of for Josh, first round Josh
0: Gibson, can we still do that? And they're like, no. Nope. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there was actually like a rumor of a rumor of a Gibson trade. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, uh,
0: but the goaltending's been very. I, th- I think that over the past stretch here, I it's think been the goaltending's
1: decent. been the
0: best it's been all season, in my opinion. Like, yeah, like, yeah Miko but and I Mike mean, Smith are flat out. I mean, they're playing really well. Miko has stolen us games, like against amazing teams, and kept us in games that we made the big saves when the big saves needed to be made so yeah i don't I know, know but, I mean, it's, but the, like it's and yeah. stewart skinner is playing very well too like he's in the ahl just like rolling in confidence like a pig and shit <laughs> is that how that expression typically rolls out
1: as happy as a pig and shit yeah i'm pretty sure that's how that expression goes okay yeah
0: Yeah. So anyway, like he's, you know, there's there's nothing but good out of Stuart Skinner in Bakersfield. Miko and Mike Smith are both playing well. I mean, the team's playing very well. I think like the way they seem to be playing like Yamo's a totally different player over the past five games. Not really. I mean, he's putting the puck. He has offensive confidence. That other part of his game has always been there. Uh, I don't know. Guys just, like, look better. Cassian was sort of quiet tonight,
1: but... Didn't get a lot of minutes, nor uh, Yessie. Him and him and Yessie were both under 10 minutes. Yep. But, but, I mean, even, maybe... like, but even
0: guys like Cassian, like, I thought he's had a little more jump under the new regime than he did under Tippett. So, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, like, we'll continue, I think, this entire season. We just aren't really going to know what you know it's a, such a strange team i haven't been able to get a read on this team the entire season like yeah. an amazing start a complete collapse They they turned they turned heel they became yeah. heels yeah um now they're kind know. of rounding into form it's the goaltending thing has been like the entire season it feels like it's been a goaltending controversy are I mean, like a goaltending,
1: incredible. like like a nightmare of horrors. I mean, the, the, what I would liken it to. I read an article recently that said that men have the best sex with uh, with psychologically unstable women, and I feel like that's what this season is. Because actually, I do feel like the wins, as I'm enjoying them are even are more heightened because of everything that I've gone through. It's like, it's right. like, I still have that win. The win still feels like Indiana Jones in temple of doom, clawing his way up the cliff yeah. at the very end with the one stone, you know, and he gets that, he kind of has that smile and laugh and they all have a nice laugh together on the cliff. Right. And like, yeah. It's, 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 it's very, it's, but it's been very schizophrenic. It's been yeah, one of the totally. weirdest seasons of Oilers hockey that I've ever followed for sure. Yeah. It's really too. just seesaw up and down. But maybe this, maybe the sex will be. we were so amazing. The playoffs, we won't care. Is what I'm trying to say here. Maybe well, that's where we're headed.
0: I mean, I think. I we're mean, gonna, not the word are guaranteed I, to make it. I mean, we I Vegas
1: think, needs to continue to shit the bed yeah, a little bit. LA's Doughty's out for the season.
0: I know, but to me, the way the Oilers are playing, that's a playoff yeah. team. Like that's a team that's on its way to the playoffs. I think.
1: Well, you know what it is, is we're Um, playing a five-on-five, finally. We've got a five-on-five game rolling.
0: Yeah, I suppose. And we have had for some time. Like, I think that the Oilers, if they keep playing the way they're playing, they're not just going to be in the playoffs, but I think they could be, like, they could catch a few teams. You know what I mean? Like, the Oilers are really rolling right now. They're rolling. Like, Mm. they're playing very well. That was their first time in Colorado where it's not easy to play. Mm. Because of, like, the altitude. They haven't played there in, like, yeah. two years. And yeah. the team, like, the Avs are great. And at home, they're essentially unbeatable. Like, taking them to overtime totally. is, uh pretty impressive. And, and the, the, it was a great game. Like, they played the type of game that you would have to play to beat Colorado. If they, if they play like that against Colorado, they'll beat them, you know, five out of ten times.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, agree. So we passed. It, it was a good test uh-huh. game in that way because we've had some, some uh, easier opponents uh, over the last little stretch. Although it's definitely nice to yeah. just see them put up the W's again and again because <clears throat> they
0: don't always do that.
1: They don't always do that. It's always scary. It's definitely a thing. You know, yeah. the Buffaloes and the fucking Detroits. Did we play Buffalo or did I just imagine near no, Buffalo? No, we played game Buffalo.
0: There? We played Detroit, Buffalo, New Jersey, Jay Z, uh, Washington and I was at that game. That was the first game of the home Yeah, we haven't talked time. about that.
1: How what was that like? I mean, it was I crazy. Tell. It was crazy. What was the, the crowd's reaction were, to like Ovechkin?
0: Uh, they booed him every time he had the puck. In fact, I don't know, did you watch the game on TV? Yeah, yeah. So there was a guy in um right front row, front row. And every time there was a face off in our corner, it was the Well, whatever. Each time he would unfurl this banner, this really intense banner that said Russians go home and like slap it up against the glass. I'm sure they didn't show it on TV. They would have cut away and he would have had to sneak it in because like they weren't letting much in in terms of way of signs. Russians go home. Boof. Mm. And like uh, a lot of the crowd would be like, that's a little much, but they did boo Ovechkin every time Ovechkin touched the puck.
1: That kind of shit yeah, looks it like crazy. looks like a little much right now but I think in like 10 20 years we're all just going to like it's going to be totally normal to hate like all Russians, all Chinese people. It'll just be like part and parcel. Just like wow. this long build up to World War 3. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. People are already people are already about that shit right now man. Like hate crimes against Asians is up all that shit's up like 700 or 7000%. 7, the amount of percent yeah, but... it's up are like insane. It's, it's true.
0: People are, people are real shitty. No arguments here. But yeah. it was really great. But I don't know if I'll ever be able to go because the tickets we had were like we were 13th row from the ice, right? Mm. And I don't know if I'll ever be able to sit like way up high again to watch. Like I'd rather be at home or like right. 13th row or lower. Because right. like when you're in the 13th row, you can like see the players' faces. And that makes
1: like, <laughs> a huge difference. Totally. You know? You like Huge see details. it's like being able to see the performance on like a stage yeah. play or yeah, something. yeah yeah exactly yeah. so anyway
0: it was a one in overtime like it was an amazing game
1: and that who, was like, uh, who, who, who blew you away the most in person with facial expressions you know were you transfixed by any visages in particular um that's a really good question i would say i bet yams oh would be my guess
0: yam yams yeah mcleod mcleod twice like in person it's like uh yeah he becomes even more uh, like what's the deal with that guy like what is matthew what modine's you?
1: cousin he's like matthew yeah. modine
0: dry of course is like the classiest human you've ever seen in your entire totally. life like just yeah. i'm mean, incredible yeah it's amazing
1: i mean anyway, really like since a, we, that was yeah. the start
0: of the home game like it was the start of
1: the the homestand yeah there's enough for the bang, and they've yeah.
0: been and they played really well that game, and they've been playing well, like really well ever since. Like,
1: yeah, they're putting know? up the Ws, man. I mean, you know, they're basically like Vegas has been like really struggling. Yeah, although they they picked up some pieces in the deadline. Like, what? Okay, let's let's get to, let's get to the deadline now. Yeah, what's your views? I mean, I, I I've been composing like satirical songs about where's the goalie trade? Like, we were still yeah, waiting for that. Like, ultimately though like
0: what are you going to do what what, i mean what was the plan like it felt like the only thing like they weren't going to get flurry i think we both kind of knew that wasn't going to happen at a certain point absolutely like i'm I'm sure you heard as i heard that flurry like wasn't going to come here right like he didn't want to come to edmonton yeah so and at that point like who's left right like some guy who's like like um peter mrazik or something like if we got peter mrazik i'd be like no no this is much much worse like we're gonna have to try to cram it's true Muradzic it's true
1: i mean but having to i mean as a as a hockey fan who just demands and wants more and more and more like a like a yeah. selfish child who's not yeah. yet developed anything more than a simple ego and just yeah. wants it just wants that toy just wants mm-hmm. that goalie Trying to like explain it away with like rational discussion of like what what the the market is. No, I know. I I believe it. It's true. I agree. I'm saying on an emotional level, you still want consummation. You know.
0: Yeah, and and then I also heard, like when I woke up this morning, there was big talk about Zdeno Chara, and that was like really that really got me hot. Sure. Then. so when they got the guys they got, I was like, who, who is this guy? Who? And then Derek Broussard, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember him from when I was a little boy. And so, yeah, I don't know. They're both character guys. I mean, we'll see. I think, I think Holland's sort of like he's loading up for the playoffs, right? He's, he's thinking that this is a team that's going to need that kind of depth, that kind of depth
1: well a fourth like a, like a little bit of a stronger fourth line experience you know like the fourth line experience is kind of like as per also previous Oilers seasons it's like it's like a really shitty concept bar you know you're like you walk into right. a bar it's a hole in the wall there's no there's no signage out front there's nothing yeah. on google it's just there
0: yeah. so
1: you, you walk in and this woman tries to get you to sign up for like a virgin express credit card and then, yeah, like, right. if, you, if you sign up for the credit card, then you go to the bar, and you're like, "What kind of bar is this?" And they're like, "Oh, this is the fourth line experience." Had like fucking yeah, right. David Shores there, and you're like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right." Uh, so, sure. so it's not, but like you know, if you got a brassard there, if you got you know, if we have the Nuge back in that third line yeah. position,
0: and you the know,
1: Like, we're going to have good players on that fourth line, and that's going to help us. That's going to bode well. Because I I think this coach, when he has the guys, is a coach that will spread out the ice time. Like, even though he didn't spread it out that much tonight, it was like basically like McDavid, Drysidel, Kane, Yamamoto, uh, and a couple of other top guys all got like 20, 21 minutes,
0: which is a strange
1: play. And I think there's something to,
0: I think, like, I think Jay's playing. Like I think he's cagey. I think he's a wily coach. Like oh, he's yeah. much more strategic than I think he appears to be. On, well, oh, I shouldn't say that. I should say what I mean is like, there's like the young coaches, right, with uh, their brash styles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think Jay's like something a little bit different. Like he he thinks the game, like uh, really really well, and he's he's almost like. Because they hadn't been in Colorado in
1: mm-hmm. such
0: a long time because. Um, yeah, maybe it was just like, like it who felt was, like who was going, like, who had the legs. Well, he like just gassed, gassed our top guys, like put them, like really tested them. You know what I mean?
1: It's interesting because like, yeah, you have uh, Dreisaitl leading all all forwards, maybe even all players. Yeah, Dreisaitl leading all players. So no defenseman played more than him with 23-21. Then you got Kane playing 22-37, McDavid at 21-46, Hyman at 21-30, right? Then you got a couple of guys just over 10 minutes with uh, McLeod at 10-51 and at with 11-27. I was wrong. He did get over 10 minutes, but he was only 11-27. And then everyone else, Ryan, Shore, Malone, Sam Malone from Cheers, Fogle, just, just a hair under 10 minutes. Cassian six twenty seven. There was yeah. like a huge, there was like a huge like disparity, um, and yeah, I, I bet you it was like a, a strategic it's some, sort of, some yeah, sort of move, some sort of move. interestingly, the defense was pretty like well spread out. Like Bouchard had fifteen thirty seven was the lowest, but then Keith 720, 1723. and then you got fucking Barry and. Uh, chris russell at like 19 just under 2019 change yeah and fucking nurse and cc at like 22 and change so i don't know you kind of have both balance and like kind of like obviously like doing something he's he, he's 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 the, he's gotten the team playing better five on five than i've seen the team play five on five on a consistent basis in a long time
0: well yeah i suppose so right I suppose so because when they had the hot start it was mainly the power play was just like ungodly
1: yeah it was like an M not Shyamalan movie called the power yeah. play it was like what <laughs> there was a power play that was so scarily good <laughs> get it hit it hard score <clears throat> people wondered if something evil was at play people were right yeah, from M. Night Shyamalan, creator of the <laughs> <laughs> the most ter- terrifying cinematic masterpieces of all time, The Power Play. <laughs> yeah, that's coming out in the fall for sure. Because it really was a, it was ungodly. It yeah. was like it was it was against the law of man.
0: So I guess they are playing like five on five. I guess that's the thing. But how is he? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like this entire season. I haven't known for this entire season. I'm like, I still don't know what's going on. I still have no idea what's going on. But it really feels like at this point, I mean, it feels at this point that the Oilers are going to cruise into the playoffs, to be honest, that they're just going to cruise into the playoffs and they might even catch some of the teams ahead of them, I think, because they're just playing very, very well.
1: They're playing very, very well. I mean, there's, there's, and there's like a little bit more, there's just more consistency uh just generally speaking so yeah we're six two and two in our last ten um yeah there's only a couple other teams with as good a record in the last 10 in our in, in the playoff race with us calgary at the top and then dallas is actually six four and zero. Oh. yeah but dallas um, right. we're playing them manana so yeah they're they're one spot out i mean we could it's so crazy with the east being so done and having been so done for so long but like there definitely is a little bit of a a race in the west you know with st louis vegas dallas battling it out there i mean maybe vancouver winnipeg could make a case if they really pressed pressed it but no i don't really see that no. happening there's definitely three teams you know and then probably like four or five including uh like yeah nashville got back in by virtue of being third in their division just now yeah they've been on the outside looking in for a little while Yeah. You know, to be honest, it's, it's fun. It's fun to be watching, uh, with the team, like, um, you know, they're playing, these are meaningful games. Yes. Uh, we've played well against both bad teams and good teams lately, which is nice. It gives you like a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, that feeling, because like, usually, usually you're beating only one or the other. Um, we got Dallas, we got San Jose, Calgary, (laughs) fuck set your set your watches for crazy that calgary game is going to be wild on saturday man 8 p.m pacific time be sure to have your pepsi prepared so you're awake oh my gosh yeah wow we actually got a crazy pack schedule this week we just played the as we got dallas tomorrow two days after that san jose two days after that calgary the next day arizona and then two days after that la and i wouldn't be surprised if there's another one pretty soon after that yeah, and so then we, we, play play, we, Dallas, we play. We play. We play. The LA is the first of a back to back. We play Saint Louis. The game of, the day after. So we play Dallas tomorrow.
0: They play Dallas tomorrow, then a day off, and then San Jose. Yeah, and then... there's basically a
1: game every two days, plus a back to back to start, just to, to end and start the month. Or no, wait, sorry, no. There's a game every two days for the next like week and a half.
0: Wow, crazy.
1: Yeah, I know. I need the diversion. I'm happy for the
0: diversion right now, bro. That's and meaningful. Awesome. You know what it is? It's they're meaningful games and the Oilers are in a race, but they're like winning the race. They're near the front of the race. And that's, uh, that's nice. Cause, um, it's kind of the, that's the way I like my meaningful hockey. Like I don't like the team to be like out of the race and trying to get into the race or like constantly like falling behind <sighs> in the race.
1: Can't oh, dude, it. that's like going on but a super I like long like,
0: in, I like being in a race. Like no, as long being as you yeah. though.
1: It's like being in a race like this is like going hiking with someone that's like capable of going on a nice long hike, you know, like let's just say 12K to throw out a number. Okay. And you're like hiking along, you know, it's hard, but you're all like keeping pace. And then when it's like when it's like they're just barely in the race or like hoping to get in outside, looking at It's like when it's the one person just doesn't have the physical fitness to do it. They're always at the back. They're dragging along. They need to rest. They need people to help them carry stuff. It's like, yeah. oh man, like this whole hiking experience is just like kind of, kind of gone down the shitter now. Right. I'm worried about you going uh, fucking conniption fit out here on this goddamn mountain because <laughs> you never learned how to walk uphill. Yeah. Yeah. It's really yeah, just about good. acceptance of pain, both in this case and in the NHL, the, the stretch run for the playoffs. Because you know, some guys are playing hurt out there. Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess so. I guess I
1: know that. Do you know that? Is there something oh. you're not telling me? Yeah, no, I've got an inside line. Who's sticking out to you right now on the roster? I'm curious.
0: Yamo, I think Yamo, yeah. like Yamo, has a career high in goals. Nobody, people were writing him off at this this season. That's why he got that little, like the contract he got was so like a show you me have have this season. Yeah, and now he's like. You know, he's had his pretty much is this his this is his career best year, right? Like he has more goals this year than he's ever had before.
1: Uh yeah, I think that's true.
0: Seventeen goals. I don't know. So over those past sixteen. Stretch, him, oh, did him he and get one, Miko? Uh, maybe they haven't added it yet from tonight. Him and Miko, I think have really uh
1: surprised me. Do you know who is fifth on the Oilers and Points? Derek right Ryan, now? of course. For no. a little bit, playing well. Fifth? Derek Ryan uh, has played decent recently.
0: Let me see. So that's McDavid, Nuge, Dreisaitl, Hyman, uh, Kane. Does he have fifth most?
1: Uh, No. Barry? No, Barry? no it's Bouchard. It would have oh, been Barry great. last year. Kane has 21 points in 24, game, 24 games, but he's like way down just from the number of games played. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, and then he is right behind Bouchard. Then how many, points, how many points does Bouchard have? 32 points in 62 games, nine goals.
0: Huh.
1: Yeah. We didn't have a minus player tonight.
0: No, the like team, it was a really, was really it was,
1: good and, and they're a scary team. The way they handle the puck, the oh way they distribute gosh. the puck, the way they like play the full offensive zone corner to corner. Um, they're a terrifying team. Excellent. It's like scary. Awesome. I heard the X Files theme at one point too. It was like, man, this Colorado team's really good. You notice how they had the like mushroom sound effect from super mario when they got their power play Have have they've done that for a while they have done that there's a couple teams that do that i think are there a mushroom are are magic mushrooms legal in colorado i think they're decriminalized okay this podcast is is decriminalized because i got rid of i got i got rid of pedro did you hear about that you did yeah (laughs) yeah it was just it was too much man There's various nefarious Uh, ties you know He's a reprobate. It was fun, it was fun it was, to work with a reprobate because you got to call them a reprobate. That's just a was, fun thing to do. It was
0: fun while it lasted. Exactly. It was, exactly. I'll never he, forget Pedro.
1: He was the top goaltender in the like uh, prison hockey league. So those playoffs are starting soon. So that's just, it's, there's there's a silver lining to everything.
0: I mean, they say, so, they say that's the toughest league of them all.
1: I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. It's one of the toughest. Did you watch like the world's shortest? Like there was a weird like wonder of the world, like a happening that happened today. It was called the world's shortest press conference with an NHL GM, and then like all of like popped out from behind a curtain for like four point five seconds. And then he's like, "We done? Good? Okay." <laughs> he, like, fucked right off. Like and yeah. I also I also noticed when he was talking about the players acquired, he was like immediately like immediately like. Well, of course, Glenn uh, Gully, you know, knows so and so, uh, and of course, like this this scout of yeah, ours knows yeah. so. He's like immediately put it on them. Like, he, I think he's got one eye out the door. Is he? Is he under contract for one more year?
0: Man, I, uh, yeah, I think so. I think he's under contract. Yeah, But I don't know. I don't know what is going on with this team in terms of, like, I don't know. It really feels like they're still just like. Mm-hmm giving it to like Connie and dry on a certain level and being like, we don't know, like we're just kind of going through the motions. Like we got a couple guys. Uh, maybe these guys can be
1: of some use. Okay. So he Glad signed in coach. He signed in 2019 f- for five years. So 2020, yeah. 2021, this summer so, will be three years. So we got two more years of uncle Kenny Holland on, on the contract. Seriously? I don't know. That, that might be a bit of a slog. That I might mean, be like waiting for like your racist uncle to die so he doesn't get to vote anymore.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it's kind of...
1: It's not like that. I'm, I'm being hyperbolic, of course.
0: I mean, they also have the two best players on the face of the earth. You know what I mean? So... I don't know how bad... Like, I just don't know... Ken Holland could do a really crappy job and the fans wouldn't know it to the extent that they might know it. If like the team didn't also have through losing through incompetence have found like the two greatest players of the past 75 years.
1: Oh, Maybe certainly, 50, certainly 50 those, years. those two people ameliorate all kinds of views, you know, of course, it's definitely no, hard no. to tell. I mean,
0: I just don't know what the Oilers are like. I still don't if, know. And well, I
1: think this the, the goaltending question going into this summer is now already like like you can kick off the season for speculation. There is it like what the Oilers is do with easier? goaltending?
0: I mean, right now, if the season ended today, one of the goaltending would you be comfortable with Miko Koskinen and Stuart Skinner? Like that's your one two, that's your tandem. I almost maybe I would be like that's what I'm saying. That's,
1: okay, you've lost your. I mind. just don't know. Really, no, I mean, you don't know. I understand that you don't I understand not knowing. Here, I'm going to look into the camera so you feel like I'm talking to you. I understand you feeling like you don't know, but yeah. like that's just the miasma of all the emotional confusion from having amazing sex with this emotionally unstable and psychologically rigorous woman, being on really? this roller coaster of a season. I'm telling you, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know, like, I don't know either.
0: Twenty nine. What's his record? Twenty nine and. That's the Oilers record with Miko.
1: I mean, I'm cheering like hell for yeah, I'm know. cheering like hell for Smith. I thought he played well. He kept us in it. it was, there, was, there, was a, there was a flurry of chances to start the game. Mike Smith on. played
0: amazing tonight. Yeah. Played amazing. Made huge stops. Made huge stops in overtime. The Oilers didn't really do much in overtime. Um, no. Made huge stops on that power play near the end of the game. Like Mike Smith kept the Oilers in that game. And if if the Oilers had won that game, he would have been one of the major reasons why they won that game. Like, they're both playing very well right now. And honestly, yeah, if the season ended today and they were like, so are you going to try to get like Peter Morazek? You want Peter Morazek? Or do you want to just roll with Miko and Stuart Skinner? Sign Stuart Skinner.
1: I mean, there's I'd no be, point debating like, it now. I mean, it's happened, right? I'm, I'm just. So. Yeah, I'm still been. I'm still working my way up to the acceptance of the, ju- well, the judge decreeing that the divorce proceedings can't proceed. I mean,
0: as of right now, it's still Mike Smith is in there too, right? So for sure, uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't. I'll know tell you. I'll tell on. you. This this this, 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 is, this, is, this is
1: what's going to tell us what's going on because I really think we got to nail it down here like a tent peg. You know, let's really nail yeah. that fucking tent peg into the ground. What's going on is we can only look at statistics on a ten game basis now so we need to look at what Mike Smith and Miko's performances over the last 10 games yeah. and only to have faith in that and hold on to that like the iron rod of abraham's gospel because then that way we're taking a commensurate slice of experience and just we, then we can then apply our attitude to it more cuz if we try to take into account the whole season the whole tenure of these players on the team Et cetera, et cetera, and so forth. We're going to only lose our minds. We're going to be like chasing our tails until, yeah. you know, January. Well, I guess that's,
0: the, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what this team is.
1: You watching the game tomorrow?
0: Um, I have to work tomorrow. So I'll probably listen to the game mm. on earphone. be a great game, though. I mean, the Oilers.
1: Dallas rivalry is pretty legit. It's really like oh, up there yeah. in terms of rivalries and they're both cow towns it's like really unique when two kind of cow towns although Calgary is obviously the more cowish of the of the Alberta cities of the Alberta metropoles I
0: think Dallas is kind of um, I think Houston is like
1: Houston's the oil town right yeah
0: so it's Houston that's like Calgary right and Edmonton would be like Dallas then
1: there's also Austin though
0: Austin is there's no Alberta equivalent to austin austin is just its own thing. and edmonton is not austin
1: it's definitely not
0: no austin's its own thing i think to be honest, i think, I think anyone feasible. trying
1: to be texas in any ways that's that's a quixotic quest I, I don't think you can really reproduce the texas vibe it's very singular you know very oh, yeah. singular sense of like you know you could have like some really like uh, interesting you know open cool progressive times and then also if you go onto the wrong porch someone will shoot you in the face
0: you know what, though, I think actually Austin might be Edmonton's sister city. You should look that up. I'm pretty sure um, there's a city in Texas that's Edmonton's sister city, and I'm pretty sure it's Austin.
1: Um, I've, okay, hold on. Over the years, Edmonton has been considered a sister to four cities: Gatineau yeah. in Quebec, uh-huh. Harbin, China, in I 1995. knew
0: that yeah.
1: Okay, Nashville, Tennessee, yeah, in 1990 wonju South Korea, in 1998. Maybe it's Nashville. Yeah. No, never mind. Music, Music City. Never mind. Yeah. Are you warming up to Kane at all, or what do you think?
0: No, warming up to him.
1: Just no. as a player, as the the player on. Well, he's a ice. great hockey
0: player. I never debated that.
1: Yeah. But like, <laughs> no. What do you think of the whole? Oh, Kane was part of our deadline acquisition, so. Whatever. Oh no! I mean, no, he wasn't. <laughs> what do you think it's? What do you think it's like working at the Ministry of Information? Like, do you think they have like good Danish and coffee?
0: <laughs> if you're oh, like, yeah, working at the Ministry sure. of
1: Information, yeah. for sure. You think yeah. they keep their workers happy?
0: I think they have good Danishes and coffee. Yeah, absolutely. You don't I think, think they, they, would they
1: try have... and like like pass in some day olds there?
0: Well, I mean, it, I guess I should couch that and saying that i don't think i've ever had like a danish where i've had it and i like what the fuck is this what's wrong with this free danish
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah nor i actually usually if yeah. you're being served a danish by someone it's almost never like a day old or some shit like that no
0: and if it was i'd be like oh, awesome i don't care if somebody was like wait don't eat
1: that it's a day old i'd be like yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> so am i
0: yeah thanks for the tip
1: they should name more pastries after like national, like uh, peoples, you know?
0: Well, they got the Dutchy,
1: the Danish, the, the Danish, uh, Boston cream. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: no, but it's like, but it has to just be the, this has to be the name itself. So you'd have, it have to be like the Canadian, the American. I think
0: if you order a Boston, you're getting a Boston cream.
1: Probably getting a Boston cream. Yeah. Or like a Ryan Whitney type is ryan whitney from boston i don't know if he's not from boston he he's he hails from there uh in the astral plane
0: i think he might be from
1: yeah the eastern united states now he's canadian isn't he boston massachusetts boy i knew it i knew it um
0: yeah there should be i mean i agree with you there should be more pastries in in different places
1: just be more pastries in our lives in general. Like, what else we really got going for us, like, civilizationally?
0: You know, um, pastries are pretty good, they're really good.
1: Like, if, if, if the one thing we can leave behind is, like, say, you and I get really into pastries and we foster a whole community around pastry enjoyment, some kind of maximalist school, you know, and then someone will like paint a, a brilliant, you know, Renaissance style painting of us and a bunch of our friends with, with a big table of pastries. And, right. then, and then once, once, they, once they dig out the nuclear bunkers in 10,000 years, they'll be like, oh, this was clearly a civilization where like pastry making and pastry sharing was really important to their culture. That's, that's my greatest hope.
0: Yeah, that's oh, man, that really was, uh, that's optimistic.
1: That was quite a leap I, by the cat there.
0: Yeah, she's the athletic one. She's very athletic. <laughs> Describing a cat as athletic um uh, yeah that'd be great i mean it'd be amazing to be remembered as like a culture that just really got it pa- pastries were so important to them and the, the sharing culture that of, just got the sharing of pastries like eating pastries together
1: like the fact like that I'm, we're not I'm
0: picturing this painting and it's like kind of a group of people some of them are like leaning on the table some of them are sitting down there's like a person on each end of the table like like yeah. leaning expectantly and there's just like so many fucking pastries <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly and like yeah, every yeah. one of them everyone looks more delicious than the last you know? <laughs> yeah like yeah. I've, I've never had a mango danish why why not that seems like that would be a wonderful thing
0: yeah
1: you know there was this place that used to serve a mango cream donut and they like oh, yeah. dis, they discontinued it that was like probably like one of the fifth bad one of the fifth worst things that ever happened to me for sure it was a dirty really? day like the look on my face like they when they saw how crestfallen i was that they had discontinued it and i literally did the thing where i was like well do you think it'll ever come back <laughs> i don't know <laughs> brecca cafe in dis- vancouver why did they discontinue Bring back- you like the
0: you're the only guy who. Did it like was so good I,
1: because they were clearly using canned mangoes, but it still was so fucking good, man. Just imagine like a cream donut mango flavor but with yeah. like real mango flavor. Yeah,
0: like from canned mangoes.
1: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's, fine. it's very
0: fine. That's mangoes. That's mangoes, as far as I'm concerned.
1: That uh, is totally mangoes. That's, that's mangoes
0: concerned. where I'm from.
1: That's definitely mangoes where I'm from too. We're from the same place. Like if uh, somebody
0: went to a tree and was like, look at that mango tree and it was
1: full of cans of mango, I'd be like,
0: that's awesome. That's a mango tree. All right. Those are fresh mangoes.
1: If there was like a government program where you got either subsidized or just like free canned mangoes once in a while, call it like yeah. the, man- the mango program. Yeah. I, I would, you know, I would fight to defend that way of life to the death, you know, with my <laughs> last breath. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Or I'd certainly post uh sanctimonious, sanctimoniously on Twitter, at the very least, you know? Yeah. About how I'm such a good person. Everyone disagrees <laughs> with me is not the height, the height of discussion, the height of debate, my friend. Yeah. I'm a good person and you're not.
0: Would you also kind of like credit everything to like your mango the mango program you were like part of?
1: Well, something I mean, like, to yeah, something like... anyone could believe in
0: would you like sign letters like you would sign your name, like the secret professor and then there'd be some sort of
1: like a uh,
0: slogan about uh, the mangoes or like or like maybe, mango like,
1: iconography <laughs> yeah <Did> they... <laughs> like a, a latin phrase
0: relating to the mangoes and like how they're eternal or something like that
1: Eat well, no, it's just, mango. We, all, we all deserve mangoes <laughs> like it's 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 by god it is our right and I'm going to tell you right now, there's people listening to this who are thinking to themselves, I don't really like mango that much. And I have to tell you, nah. it's not been served to you properly then. Because oh, mango yeah. is the most delicious of foods.
0: Yeah, unless you're allergic to it. It's the only possible way I can imagine. That's
1: that. definitely worth, that's a good caveat. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, High Priest. No um, did you know what a codger was? I learned codger from Mr. Jack codger? Michaels. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so. It's like... Uh... Isn't it like an old guy, an old codger? An old guy
1: with like, maybe like crazy beliefs, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah.
1: And that was like, Jack Michaels was talking about Broussard and he was just like, hey, we're not getting some old, we're not getting some old codger here. He's still pretty young. And I was just like, what the fuck is a codger? I had to give him credit for like word of the day. I love that Mm -hmm. word so much because I think I've been a codger since about like age seven-ish. Somewhere in the sevens the sevensies. When I became I a yeah, I haven't
0: heard it for a long time.
1: Words have a feeling, man. Ryan Whitney knows that. He's from Boston. He gets that for sure. Yeah. Right. Um, why don't we start the wind down procedure? You got any anything else you wanted to touch on for the animals, our non-human relatives, our human relatives, our associates across the pond, our associates in Manitoba? No,
0: not really. Not really. That's fair. I mean, it's getting warmer in Edmonton. If the Oilers do make the playoffs, it will be crazy. A spring, a springtime playoffs, which are the best playoffs, is when there's no snow and like um, there's some days there'll be a playoff game and you can also wear shorts that same day and like get some sun and then go in and there's like a playoff game on at seven o'clock and it's still sunny out here. It's nice. You know, like it's hot. It's like, um, 15
1: degrees. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, that's fucking that's, yeah, that's Jamaica for like for Edmonton right now. Cause you've had some cold time, you've had some cold ones lately.
0: Uh, I mean, there's still like quite a bit of snow. It's melting though. So like three weeks from now, I don't think there'll be, there'll be no snow, maybe even two weeks from now if this keeps up, it's supposed to be like 14 degrees on Wednesday. So I think like as long as the team stays the course, then um, uh, there could be some playoffs for the Edmonton Oilers against all odds. But seem also obviously, right? Obviously, against uh, it's, all it's odds, true. and obviously at the exact same time. Yeah. Newt who would you rather, who, who would you rather play? I meant to ask you that like as a first round opponent if it came cuz right now it's either the Knights or the Kings which of those two teams would you have more interest in playing in the first round
1: uh it's a good question i mean i think like the injury situation on both teams will will give us the answer in reality once that moment comes yeah um, yeah yeah
0: i'm not looking
1: like, going <laughs> between the two i'd probably take LA vegas has a little more i'm a little more scared of their moxie also um, like
0: vegas is very boring i don't really give a shit about that team
1: I wouldn't. A uh, bit.
0: I wouldn't be as. Uh, I wouldn't be as into it. I don't
1: think. Well, like not unlike going to Vegas, the Vegas nights being in the league for like a few days in a row, you're like, oh man, look, look at these bright lights and like all these like people with their tits out. This is great. Wow, yeah. what a fun, what a fun time. And then after yeah. like the fourth day, you're just like, I want out of here. I'm never coming back. Just get me like a bottle of water and a tuna sandwich and some peace and quiet, please. That's
0: how I feel with about 13 minutes left of every Las Vegas Knights game I've ever watched. Yeah. Like with 13 minutes to go in the third, I'm usually, yeah, just rummaging for a glass of water, assembling a sandwich, can be talked into watching something else very easily.
1: Yeah, I'd watch like, I'd rather watch like Fantasy Island or something terrible. Like there's a lot of things I'd rather watch. The movie
0: or the show? The show. There's a movie? Well, the show. I would rather watch the show than almost anything. <laughs> the movie, yeah, there's a movie like uh, a couple years ago, hmm. starring um, Michael Pena. No, not Michael Pena. Another Pena. Michael Pena is the guy, isn't that Mandalorian? Is that Michael Pena?
1: I think so. Yeah. No, no, that that's not. Weird.
0: That's Pedro Pascal. Pedro
1: Pascal. Michael yeah, Pena. Pedro Pascal. It is Michael Pena. Yeah. Isn't he Alex? like an MMA guy? Not very good.
0: I think that's uh, maybe Michael Pena. Oh yeah,
1: Michael Pena. He was on Narcos Mexico. He was in fucking Ant Man. Um, yeah, I think guy? so. Yeah, I think so. He's good.
0: Yeah, the movie sucks though. Island the movie. They really screwed it up.
1: Movie's a so show easy to
0: fuck up. Yeah, the show I would rather watch than almost anything. Almost ninety percent of the NHL. I think I would rather watch. I saw
1: on the show one of the best shows ever you know what I've got uh, gone back and caught cut up on because I signed up for Crave again because I'm gonna decide I you know just going through all the HBO shit I haven't seen will take me a while yeah. so I went back and watched Deadwood from the beginning just finished the third season they totally ended abruptly it was clear just like they didn't weren't planning for the cancellation but there is still the movie which they made a couple of years ago so I'm looking yeah. forward to that and I think even though it, even though it ended it's ending abruptly I mean we'll see the movie's supposed to be really good too. I think it's one of the best uh, of all time. I really like it a lot.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I know people are huge fans of that show. Yeah. Well,
1: I hated it because everyone was going on about it for so long when it came out. So I'm basically, I have to text a bunch of people now and be like, I was wrong. I'm going to gonna, I'm gonna yeah. turn it into one of my, my patented big man moments, you know, where you just text someone and you just say, you just lead with, you know, it takes a big person to admit when they were 100% wrong. And I admit it, I was 100% wrong and then you get the text back just three question marks what are you <laughs> apologizing for Deadwood. I was wrong about Deadwood back in 2006 when it was on the air I believe around that time I also placed a wager with another friend who also liked Deadwood that Justin Trudeau would never be prime minister oh really yeah I haven't talked to those friends in a while <laughs> I wonder, what, I, can't, I wonder what the actual wager was. It might've been like a hundred bucks or something. Wow. I'm really good at just like doing like one bet with someone like once every like 20 years and then totally forgetting about it. Forgetting. The last time I did, <laughs> the last time I did that was with, was with Zach laying on the pod. Yeah. And there was like two or three things that had to happen in the game. And then the other person owed the other Wendy's or I owed oh, him yeah. Wendy's. Yeah. It was a Wendy's based bet. Yeah. Which Has he been th- back th- since? I haven't talked to him in months. <laughs> no, I think he did come back once after that. Oh, well, I'll tell you, son, I'm tired. Yeah, it's bedtime. It's bedtime. Thank you for listening, everybody. Remember to uh, like and subscribe to a better life for yourself. Just just like that and subscribe to that way of thinking, and you'll be better off. Uh, We'll catch you very soon. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for speaking, High Priest. I'll leave you to the care of the spirits. Okay. Bye-bye. Nice.